Ladies and gents, welcome back to the Gunfighter Weekly Update. Uh, we have just finished day one of Row for the Blue. Let me tell you, I'm feeling it and I am going to be feeling it for the next 29 days. So that's uh, that's a good reminder that this is going to be a rough month, but it's good for a good cause. So before we get into the weekly update, I just want to try and get you guys to at least consider donating uh, to Row for the Blue. We're raising money for Police Legacy, which provides support for the families of police officers. Um, so I think it's a awesome cause, and I hope that you guys can spare a little bit of change for it. If not, that's fine, but um, I wouldn't be putting my all into this fundraiser if I wasn't talking about it at the start of these episodes. So if you can, please donate. It's all appreciated. Um, but let's crack on with the episode. Um, some big news that came out of this week is the unfortunate attack um, on th- a U.S. location. Um, it was three U.S. service members were killed, many wounded during an unmanned aerial drone attack on the U.S. forces stationed in northeast Jordan near the Syria border. Uh, this is from the unfortunate man Joe Biden. Uh, while we are still gathering the facts of this attack, we know it was carried out by radical Iran-backed militant groups operating in Syria and Iraq. Three American service members they lost uh, were patriots in the highest sense and their ultimate sacrifice will never be forgotten by our nation. Together, we will keep the sacred obligation we bear to their families. We strive to be worthy of their honor and valor. Okay, yeah, that's not what I wanted to have a look at so unfortunately three u.s service members were killed overseas in jordan um three killed additional 25 wounded in a one-way drone attack on tower 22 in jordan tower 22 is a small u.s outpost in northeast jordan near the syrian border most recent and now the deadliest u.s troop attack u.s troops in the region have endured since october 7th iranian backed shia proxy groups have been conducting consistent rocket missile and drone attacks against u.s forces in iraq and syria there have now been more than 158 separate attacks on u.s troops so we see we see where that's where that's heading so um keep an eye out on that if um if you can uh if you are on instagram which i'd assume if you're listening to this you probably probably are on instagram in some way I would recommend Northern Provisions. Uh, that's how I found find out a lot of the conflict news going on. Um, and they are a great source of content. So jump onto Northern Provisions. It's just at Northern Provisions on Instagram. Um, let's see what else has happened this Alrighty, so the United States alongside Britain, Australia, Canada, Italy, and Finland have announced they will temporarily halt money to UNRWA amid claims and allegations that some of their staff participated in the October 7th terrorist attack on Israel. The UNRWA has since fired the individuals who were accused of participating, leading to a backlash from Hamas, who responded by claiming the UNRWA has been subjected to blackmail by countries that support uh, terrorism. The UN, which is fucking ironic, UNRWA initiated the investigation into their workers after information regarding the accusations was supplied to them by the Israeli military. 
Philippe Lazzarini, head of UNRWA, made a statement regarding the termination of the accused to protect the agency's ability to, to deliver humanitarian assistance. I have taken the decision to immediately terminate the contracts of these staff members. At this time, it does not appear there are exact numbers on how many employees were accused of participating in the October 7th attacks. The latest casualty estimates put the Palestine death toll at 26,257 and 64,797 wounded, while the IDF has lost 210 soldiers in its ground operation in Gaza and another 2,757 wounded since the start of the war. And the latest on the Israeli war on Gaza, uh, latest on human impact and fighting from this website that I'm looking at, the Israeli army on Wednesday stormed the courtyard of Al-Amal Hospital, affiliated with the Palestine Red Crescent Society, PRCS, in the city of Khan Yunis in the southern Gaza Strip following a 10-day siege. NASA Hospital in Khan Uni also remains under siege as it faces a fuel shortage. Bombardment in Gaza continues. Al Jazeera's Tarek Abu Azoum reported that several Palestinians were killed after Israel bombed a civilian car on the main road that links Khan, Uni, and Rafah. On Thursday, the US Central Command, CENTCOM, released a statement saying US forces conducted strikes against Houthi unmanned aerial vehicles and the group's ground control station in self defense. Late on Wednesday, CENTCOM announced that USS Kearney shot down an anti-ship ballistic missile fired by the Houthi in the Gulf of Aden. No damages or injuries were reported. The European Union plans to launch a naval mission in the Red Sea within three weeks of to help defend cargo sheep, ships against Houthi attacks, EU Foreign Policy Chief Joseph Borrell said on Wednesday. And in case you don't know who the Houthi rebels are, let's have a quick uh, little summary on who these scumbags are. The US and the UK have carried out a number of strikes on Houthi bases in Yemen after the group repeatedly attacked sh ships in the Red Sea. The Houthi are an Iran-backed rebel group which considers Israel an enemy. Um, so obviously you might have seen a lot about the, this group attacking a lot of ships in the Red Sea. Um, in response to the war in the Gaza Strip, the Houthis started firing drones and missiles towards Israel. Most have been intercepted. On 19th of November, the Houthi hijacked a commercial ship in the Red Sea and have since attacked more than two dozen others with drones, missiles, and speedboats. The Houthis say they are targeting ships which are Israeli-owned, flagged, or operated, and which all which are headed to Israeli ports. However, many of the vessels have been attacked, have no connection with Israel. U.S.-led naval forces have thwarted many of the attacks. Major shipping companies have stopped using the Red Sea, through which almost 15% of global seaborne trade usually passes, and are using a much longer route around southern Africa instead. Um, in terms of Yemen, uh, the U.S. and U.K. carried out coordinated strikes on Houthi targets in Yemen on the 11th of January and the 22nd of January. The U.S. has carried out further strikes. President Joe Biden said the strikes were in direct response to the attacks on Red Sea ships, which jeopardized trade and threatened freedom of navigation. U.K. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak said the action was necessary and proportionate to protect global shipping. 
On 11th of January, U.S. Navy SEALs boarded a ship off the coast of Somalia to seize Iranian-made weapons bound for the Houthi. The U.S. military says two Navy SEALs went missing and are presumed dead. Uh, so back focusing on the Houthi. The Houthi are an armed political and religious group which champions Yemen's Shia Muslim minority, the Zaidis. They declare themselves to be a part of the Iranian-led axis of resistance against Israel, the U.S., and the wider West, along with armed groups such as Hamas and Lebanon's Hezbollah movement. Formerly known as the Ansar Allah or the Partisans of God, the group emerged in the 1990s and takes its name from the movement's late founder, Hassan al-Houthi. The current leader is his brother, Abdul Malik al-Houthi. In the early 2000s, the Houthi fought a series of rebellions against Yemen's longtime authoritarian president, Ali Abdullah Saleh, in an attempt to win greater autonomy for the group's homeland in the north of Yemen. During the 2011 Arab Spring, a popular uprising forced President Saleh to hand over the power to his deputy, Abdrabah uh, Mansu Hadi. President Hardy's government was overwhelmed with problems. The Houthi seized control of the northern province of Sada before taking the Yemeni capital, Sana, after forming an unlikely alliance with Saleh and security forces still loyal to him. In 2015, the rebels seized large parts of western Yemen and forced Mr. Hardy to flee abroad. Neighbouring Saudi Arabia feared the Houthi would take over Yemen and make it a satellite of its rival, Iran. It formed a coalition of Arab countries that intervened in the war, but years of airstrikes and ground fighting have not dislodged the Houthi from most of the territory they seized. Saudi Arabia is now trying to make a peace deal with the Houthi and a UN-brokered truce has been in effect since April 2022. The war has killed more than 160,000 people according to the Armed Conflict Location and Event Data Project. More than 4 million people have been displaced. So... That's all we're going to touch on um, for the weekly update in terms of the conflict news. Uh, let's unveil this week's episode or next week's episode. Next week's episode is episode 035 um, with Mr. Tom Brown. You may know him as Origin Canine on Instagram, former two commando uh, operator and dog handler. Uh, great dude. Love talking to him, great sense of humor, and he makes it real easy to talk to. So it was a good chat, um, pretty standard. We talk about kind of, you know, everything about uh, his career and get into some stuff talking about mental health, which is always a good topic to bring up and talk about and hear how these guys um, handled that issue. So it was a great chat, really keen for this one to come out. Um, Tom's been a great dude and, uh, yeah, so – Coming out Monday, 0500 will be the one with Tom Brown. Episode 036 will be out on Wednesday, and that will be a follow-on with the Global War on Terror series that we're doing um, as part of education, more history education. Um, and the following week, we might take a break from the GWAT series for a week and um, talk a little bit about education, about um something in reference to staying prepared so but yeah next week episode 035 will be with mr tom brown um love talking to the aussie warfighters and getting them on the show so 
that was a great episode and I hope you guys enjoy. Um, in terms of updates for the rest of the podcast or the project, uh, obviously Row for the Blue is going to be in full flight and taking up the vast majority of my time over the next month. So I hope you guys are patient kind of with upload schedules and stuff like that. The podcast will maintain its upload schedule. I'm talking more in terms of the social media side of things. So I hope you guys um, can show a little bit of patience. I'm sorry that it may take up a little bit of time. Just depends on when work is on and when I can get the row done. So link is in my bio. If you do feel like you want to donate to row for the blue, all that money will go towards the families of police fam of police officers. Uh, row for the blue t-shirts are running a little bit late in the mail, but they will be as soon as I get them. I'll upload the photos and I'll track it on the row for the uh, the gunfighter project website so you guys can jump on grab yourself a fundraiser shirt and then all of the profits will go towards the row for the blue uh nxt where just quickly nxt where before we go is donating 10 percent from each item towards the row for the blue fundraiser um as well as tap and rack industries donating uh, a bit of coin from each item purchased over the next two weeks to uh the row for the blue fundraiser as well they are also providing a code for anybody listening to this, TGP20, and go on there and you can get yourself 20% off. So thank you to those guys. Thank you to you listening to this for your support. Thanks for tuning in. Every download that comes through uh, really helps the podcast. I really appreciate you guys showing the support and kind of helping this project get off the ground. I've really enjoyed it so far and we're not fucking stopping here. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, Row for the Blue videos will continue to upload every single day um look after yourself over the weekend i will be in touch um and stay tuned for episode 035 coming monday so yeah look after your family look after yourselves and remember to stay formidable and adaptable